Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's a fellow veteran business owner. It's Kevin Snow. Kevin, you are the founder and uh, well, I was going to call you CEO, but you give yourself chief sales strategist uh, with Time on Target. Now, you're found on the web at Time on Target, separated by hyphen. So it's time-on-target.com. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Now, you're still in National Guard. Is that correct? I am. I am still, I'm a captain in the Minnesota National Guard currently. And uh, yeah, so I'm doing that thing on top of all my business stuff. So as a captain in the National Guard, uh, what is, I mean, I don't want to so, take a little diversion here, but I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, tell me what that, you know, so, what what is your obligation and, and what do you do? Uh, it kind of depends on the, the position you're in at the time. Right now, I'm a staff officer with our brigade headquarters. So it's, uh, I'm not the primary, so it's not as bad as when I was the primary at a battalion. But, you know, we got the uh, the monthly drill, annual training, uh, any exercises that we get assigned to do. We're uh, teamed up with uh, First Corps out of uh, uh, Northeast, out of Seattle. So we do a lot of stuff with PACOM and uh, supporting our division headquarters supports a lot of exercises with Australia and Japan and all those, wow. all, all our partners in that area. So we get to do a lot of cool stuff on top of our normal training. Did, did you have to help out at all with uh, COVID? Uh, we have soldiers that are on active duty right now supporting our long-term care facilities. We did wow. some rapid training to get them to be certified nursing assistants and, and different things. So we have a bunch of soldiers doing that. Uh, we brought on some of our medical units to help with uh, uh, the different uh, vaccination and testing during when it was all hot and heavy with that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, the last couple of years have been really busy for us with uh, uh, deployments and uh, civil uh, civil stuff going on that we had to support and, and help the state with. And then the covid stuff going. So we've been we have been running really fast mm. for a while. I could be mistaken, but I, I I seem to recall at the convention center here in Orlando that they had National Guard helping out with the the testing uh, yep. facilities when when stuff was like still you know no vaccine yet and you know folks it was rough time rough time but yep. well hey Kevin thank you so much for your continued service uh, and uh, so I appreciate that but we we primarily want to talk about time on target <laughs> so high level overview what does time on target do. So Time on Target is actually my business. I launched it 12 years ago. And the funny thing is it's not doing anything remotely close to what I launched it to do. So <laughs> I, I launched sure. it. Is that how entrepreneurship usually goes? You do these yes. pivots. So I actually launched the company as a, uh, a public speaking and training company. And I was going out and working with businesses and uh, organizations to do training on networking and sales. And that was awesome. But then because I'm in the army, I deployed and I went overseas and I 
you know, being an active duty army guy then for a year, I didn't do any prospecting. And I got home and I had no speaking gigs on the calendar. I had nothing in my pipeline. And I literally went, oh, crap, uh, except with a lot more colorful language. I just found a, <laughs> I, I just found right, a, you got a military background. I suspect it, yeah. you didn't use the C word. <laughs> no, I, 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 I use yes, my favorite right. words. So, um, no, but the, I really had made, I had found the biggest flaw in my business model. It couldn't survive me being gone. I didn't have a business. I had a job uh, that was paying me. So I did a huge pivot uh, and took the company away from the sales and uh, sales uh, public speaking thing as the product and turned that into the prospecting piece of my business and really then started focusing, working with uh, tech firms and uh, growing companies that were at that point of, we need to grow our sales team. We need to, you know, we need to fix our sales team. And we came out and we actually helped them launch sales programs or rehab their sales team because they just went out and hired people and didn't get the results they got, which, you know, never happens with small businesses. Oh, I need salespeople. I'm just going to go hire a bunch. They, they know how to sell. They'll do, they'll do it. Uh, so we went in and did that for a while. And from there, I just really kept niching down and discovering there are parts of working with that sales launch, the sales program launch I didn't like doing, namely the hiring piece, the, the interviews, because that's so time intensive. We really niched down to now our focus is helping companies figure out how they sell and how their buyers make buying decisions and then mirroring those, those processes up. And then adding technology into it to make them run faster. So I love all the automation stuff and figuring out all the systems and how they interact and how we can make things talk to each other. And then how we make it easy for the sales team and the, or the business owner to use. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's working in sales today, Kevin? <laughs> so you you uh, you have to still have that relationship piece. I, I we and watching sales go over the last year and a half with the the COVID and people starting to work from home and doing a touch, bunch of their meetings from Zoom. It, it's the the ability for salespeople to actually generate you know good relationships isn't the same. You know, people it, it starts becoming you know I've gotten on multiple sales calls where I'm the I'm the prospect, and they jump right into the the selling. They don't go through the the relationship building process that's really key for an outside sales guy or gal. Uh, it, it, or they just jump right into let's talk about what I can do for you. And I, I think that is a byproduct of the the environment we're in right now where you you don't have you're not shaking hands with the person you're not in their office where you're able to interact with their environment and and that's and that's that's sad uh, but it's also really ineffective you know my sales process I, I've learned this over time I'm a high C on the disc disc profile so I'm I'm an introvert and I am uh, you know I like detail and I want to know how everything's working I've had to learn over time and build it into my sales process that relationship building and how to have those conversations yeah. so that when I'm selling it's not just let's get down to business and talk business and you know uh, here's what I can do for you it's really having that authentic conversation where I'm learning about you and your business and you're learning yeah. about me and you don't realize that I'm taking you through a questioning sequence to get what I need to have so that I can then train and teach you at the end of the meeting about what you can do with automation that, that makes you say, wow, that's so cool. How do we get started? Yeah. And 
and I think salespeople right now are just really, I've gone back in time almost to when they had that pitch deck and they just launched now into the PowerPoint slides of showing you stuff on the screen so they don't have to be on the video. And it's, it's uh, and that's not effective. I had learned that a long time ago to get throughout the pitch book, throughout the PowerPoint slides, have a conversation. Yeah. Um, all right. So Kevin, in which ways is our um, being an introvert super helpful for a sales process? Oh, we're listeners. We want, and we want to get the fine detail about stuff. So we'll ask, you know, we ask really great questions because we want to understand how things work and why things work a certain way. So if you're in a solution sales type situation where you're not just selling a widget, you're actually coming in and selling a solution and trying to help a company with an issue. That is huge because you're actually going to dig deep to what their actual issue is as opposed to your, you know, your high D and your IIs who've done, you know, lots of sales calls, they're going to assume that everyone has that same issue and the same underlying uh, symptoms. And they're going to sell to that because they want to get to that close. They want to get to their energy, that energy rush for them of getting someone to say yes. Whereas we want to learn. I want to find out what's going on with Josh's company and, you know, where, what the things that aren't working, how that's impacting his life and the pain points and, and really pull out that cool info where I can then build my solution to serve that. And that's really the key. The, yep. the drawback to that though, is we, our sales calls can really go to, uh, you know, turn into this, interview, you know, like reporter interrogation type thing. If we aren't careful, we aren't paying attention to how we do the questioning. So there, it's a two-edged sword for us. It can be really great, but if you aren't paying attention, it can feel like you're just, you know, you know, how many questions can I beat the client over the head with in, in an hour? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, this is, you know, it's kind of like stop, stop selling with your mouth. Stop trying to, stop trying to impress other people, right? Because I, I think sales is not about, you know, I'm going to convince you today. Because I, I think when we start to, I don't know that that's real effective sales today. I think people are, you know, and I talk about this a lot, right? We look at how consumer behavior has mm-hmm. been shaped by inundation of marketers and sales messages over the past, especially 10, 15, 20 years, um, you know, where we're surrounded by everything web-based. Um, so um, everyone's kind of on guard. And so I think, you know, falling back to the, you know, people just want to be heard. And if you can solve a problem, great, but please find out, you know, what my yeah. needs are. And, uh, you know, if there's a fit, cool, awesome. If there's not, that's okay. <laughs> you know, yep. not everyone needs to buy your product. Um, but I think what it comes down to is, you know, how many meaningful conversations or how many mm-hmm. people can you truly listen to in a day? And Kevin, that comes down to lead generation, right? How are we putting ourselves in a position to network at that level? So what works in lead gen today? So uh, before I answer that question, you said something that was really key, the, the, piece about them being on guard because of all the messaging. It's not only that they're on guard, but they've, they've also done a ton of research. When I started in sales, my first step with prospects was convincing them that they actually had a problem. Now in sales, they've already identified that they've had a problem, probably already figured out that a couple of vendors aren't a good fit 
for what they need. And by the time they get in front of me as a salesperson, they, you know, I'm already, you know, should be in that, you know, the final selection round. I don't, I'm not convincing them that they have an issue anymore. I'm now having to figure out how I've best solved the problem that they've identified. And that's really key, you know, and unless you're, you hit the, you know, the, you're doing some prospecting and find that client who didn't realize something was happening in their business, which is really hard now. But, you know, other than that, you ha really have to shift and have those authentic conversations so that you can be that solution provider yeah. that fits with what they need. Yeah. So, so your question about prospecting, I do a ton of prospecting on Facebook. Oh, tell me how you do that. Because I see, I'll be honest, Kevin, I see a lot of people who do it very poorly. <laughs> and yeah. so as a result, I'm just like, you know, the idea of prospecting on Facebook just starts to make me a little itchy. Yep. So I learned this from a friend of mine, uh, Landon Porter, and he's amazing. He was a sales gorilla uh, back when he was doing sales training. But he he taught me how to use Facebook groups. So I'm not like sliding into people's DMs. I got one on Christmas morning from someone sliding oh. into my DM to sell me stuff. I'm like, you really don't understand uh, the American culture and that it's Christmas and that we're not working. And oh I don't want gosh, your, yeah. I don't want your slide me DM right now. Yeah. Um, but so I go in Facebook groups and I find the groups that have my target clients, my ICA uh, ideal client avatar in them. And the first probably 10, 10 days I'm in there. All I'm doing is watching what the posts are, figuring out, all right, who are the movers and shakers, who's getting engagement when they post, who, uh, you know, what is the culture of the organization, figuring out what's, uh, what's allowed, what's not. And as I'm seeing posts that resonate with me or that I think are just really great content, I'll like them. I may put on there a comment that says, hey, this was awesome. You know, thanks for sharing this, uh, but just really basic information at that point. It's really just to get me into the algorithm so that people start seeing me in groups and they see, hey, he's active in the group, he's doing stuff, and the group is recognizing that I am an active member. Um, after that, then I'll actually start in those same types of, of posts, I'll start asking questions. So I will question the, the, the original poster on their topic, you know, either to get more clarification or just to start that really cool conversation that they that we can have. Because the thing with groups is even though there's you, know, you might have 100 people commenting on that post, there's probably a few hundred more that are watching it and are just seeing what the interaction is and what the conversations are and how they go. So I want to start having those conversations with people in the group publicly. And it's not so much because I want to get the poster to interact with me. It's because I want everyone else to see our conversation. Mm -hmm. And then once I do that for 10 days to two weeks, uh, then I'll start making my own posts. And they're always content heavy. There's never any pitching in it. It's all about providing value to the members and getting mm -hmm. people to step up and hit I like and make comments and engage in that conversation so that people are like, wow, hey, can we chat? You know, can I jump on? Can we jump on a Zoom call? I don't slide into people's DMs and groups I'm in. I want them to reach out to me. And I love that. Think about that psychologically from a sales perspective. If your guest is the one that's always saying yes and always the one moving forward in the relationship, most people are not. And you need to be cool with that. Okay. But the 20% or whatever, I'm just 
picking a number randomly, yeah. right? Uh, you know, if there's an interest, there's a need there based on, you know, who you are and what you do. And they're the ones that are always moving forward in a relationship where you've established a pattern. And which yep. they're the one that are going to share the buying signals. Those are the ones that are going to do the asking. And that's a great position to be in rather than, would you like to buy my thing? Yeah, Can I it, make your wildest dreams come true? <laughs> yeah, because no matter how you try to make that that DM sound and try to make it unsalesy, asking no. for that Zoom call, it always comes across uh, pitchy and mm-hmm. just slimy. And it doesn't, you know, and it, sometimes it's worse because you're trying really hard to not make it feel salesy, that it feels salesy. So having them reach out and say, hey, I'd love to ch- jump on a Zoom call. Hey, can we chat more on in DMs? So, yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely reach out. And then we can have those cool conversations. You know, once we're DMing back and forth at some point, I'm like, hey, can we just jump on Zoom? Because I think it would go a lot faster <laughs> and I can answer your questions. But, yeah. you know, but they still made that initial contact. And I, we're now having a real conversation and it's not, even when I start talking about, Hey, here are things you can do here, how we can help you do things. It's not salesy anymore. It's really designed as it's a solution sale now. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, the groups that you want to participate in too, because I, I find, (laughs) I mean, it's rookie mistake. Uh, don't mark don't unless you sell to marketers don't don't waste your time in the marketing groups in terms of like trying to drum up business there because guess what there are a gazillion people just like you i think the you know generally it's like you know my wife is a licensed marriage and family therapist i'm like look it's cool if you want to hang out in the marriage and family therapist group to professional networking or whatever, but you're not going to get any clients from there. I mean, she knows that. I mean, that's obvious, right? But marketers do this all the time. So what you want to do is you want to be in the groups where there's nobody like you and you do something that nobody else does. What you do is special. So you get to participate in the conversations. And you know what I've shared with my wife is just in terms of like promoting, here's all you have to, I don't, she hasn't followed my advice. (laughs) She's a prophet, she's a prophet in their own land, right? <laughs> so, but what, you know, it's like, here's all you have to do, I think. It's like, you know, make it on your profile. Don't be super salesy, but just, you know, let people know you're whatever, what you do, right? Make it easy for people to take that next step. Mm-hmm. And then in those groups, you just like, hey, uh, you know, friendly neighborhood marriage and family therapist checking in. Here's my advice on how I would address that situation example, something like that. Right. And, and, and and that's all the selling you do. And then the rest of that post is just give, 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 give. Is that kind of in line with what you're talking about? Yeah. And I would think instead of just like handing out that, you know, as a marriage counselor, here's what I would do. Here's what I think you should do. I would, I would challenge her to, to be asking questions and diving mm, deeper and yeah, into truly engaging. The, yeah, yeah. Dive deeper into what's going on. Cause I'll people post in the groups. I mean, Hey, you know, we want to do this and, and that, what system we should we use? You know, what CRM should we use or email automation tool? And people mm. just jump in. Oh, you need to use keep, you need to use MailChimp, you know, their favorite. I may one. not. Yeah. That, that, uh, those simple answers. I mean, that, that's cool for you, yeah. but have you truly taken time to find out you know what? The, and, and if you, you know, just because you use keep doesn't mean that keep is the right solution yep. for this person, unless you've had a meaningful conversation. And I, exactly. do, you're right. I think it shows a lack of, so it's like, 
I can give you a simple answer, but really, if you want me to give you a really good research answer, eh, you know, either ask those questions or hopefully, you know, it will become apparent to the asker, oh, we probably should have a longer conversation so we could talk this out. And thank you for offering. Yeah, I just did this the other day in a group. Someone was asking, hey, we want to do, uh, you know, we need the CRM automation tool that we can do text, automated text and email. And people are like, oh, you need this to use this system and all these different ones. I'm like, all right, so I need more information. You know, how do you want to use text? How are you wanting to use emails? Is this like a drip campaign? Is it after mm. an appearance? You know, what is, you know, what's the use case you're, you're looking at doing? Tell me more. And then I went in and listed off all the ones that people are already posted about and said, all right, so here's the strengths for keep. And here's why you shouldn't go with them. And here's the the great things about Zoho, but here's where, you know, it could be a, a struggle and did pros and cons for everything that people had already listed. So it was like, you know, on the screen, it was probably like this long of a post to the total wall of text, but he and I started a conversation and I'm like, Hey, if you want to meet, we totally can jump on and we can talk about exactly what you want to do. And I could give you some ideas of different systems that would work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I said, you know, I'll give you ideas, ones that I partner with, but also ones that I don't, that I know are just really cool. And you, then you'll have a better idea. And he's like, yes, please, let's do that. So. Yeah, Kevin, there's some people listening to our conversation are like, oh, that's going to take way too much time. <laughs> but, but relationships aren't easy. And yeah. the best, and I would rather spend time and get a really cool ass client that I mm, love working with that is yeah. going to pay me what I'm worth, as opposed to go out and get a quick sale from someone who's looking for the cheapest thing yeah. on the market. And I'm going to have more headaches trying to support them. And I'm eventually going to fire because they're a pain in my side. Mm, I love it. I love it. Um, what about uh, if someone says, well, wait a minute, if I give them advice, then they won't buy anything from me. So I sell advice. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like Lucy Van Pelt in the peanuts, right? The, the you know, <laughs> you know, sitting in the booth with her, you know, ready yep. to dispense wisdom for five cents. Exactly. But the thing is, there's a reason people spend billions of dollars on courses right now is because they're looking for an easy win. So I'm more than willing to give out content and advice and here's what to do and here's how to do it and here's where to look because most business owners aren't actually going to take action on that advice and implement it. And and if they are one of those that starts implementing and they're like, I'm totally into this, let's go do it. And they start implementing it. They're going to be like, wow. All right. So this is way more work than I thought. Yes. Yes, I am good. I need to hire Kevin. That is literally how I got my biggest client is I gave him all the answers in a Facebook group. Here's exactly what you need. Step by step. It was like a huge post. We did a virtual coffee on Zoom uh, and chatted a little bit. And then like a month later, he's like, all right, I I need to bring you on because this is too way too much work. This is way more than I thought it was going to be. And I I don't want to do it. And there are, Kevin, there are personalities out there that are total DIYers. They don't want to delegate. They don't want to pay. They want to do everything themselves. I know that personality type. Uh, I encounter them. Um, They were never going to be your client to begin with. So don't don't even sweat it. 
They, exactly. They're just not going to buy. Um, and, and there's a reason, by the way, that those people tend to not have the growth rate that other people that believe in bringing in a team of experts um, yes. to do it right, do it quick. Uh, and, and yes, it, it costs money, um, but, um, you know, they want, you know, when you bring people uh, that have done it a hundred times, um, you're just, you know, that person is not going to make the mistakes that the DIYer is going to make. Well, and they have to understand, I bring in this person to do this thing that takes up my time. I now have time to go sell and generate revenue for the business and grow the business. I am not, I'm not working uh, in the business. I'm working on the business. And that is a big mental shift for people that want to stop having a job and start having a company. Yeah. Totally, totally. Kevin, this is a great conversation. Your <laughs> website, Time on Target, again, it's time hyphen on hyphen target.com. Uh, when folks go there, what do they click on? How do they engage with you? You should probably so, find you on Facebook. You seem like a cool person to have in their uh, you know, their uh their justice league, you know, yeah, to go I, to. I am on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I have my own podcast that people can listen to all about sales called uh, Growth Mode uh, with mm. my business partner, Donnie Bovine. Uh, they can listen to me there. Uh, on the you know best way, just go to my About Me page on Time on Target, and you can find where I've... Uh, you know, where I've been speaking, where I've been appearing. Uh, and the easiest way to actually get in touch with me and start engaging with me is if they want to send me a text at uh, 612-429-4298 and include the word sell smarter, I will send them a, a list of questions they can use out to use to map out their sales process and the different content types that match with the sales cycle steps. And then they'll be in my world and they'll start getting some cool information. They can actually set up a time for us to chat. I love it. Kevin Snow, time on target. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed our time today. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, 
That's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.